and you can live in the day. Yeah. No, I've been great. Um, man, I it, I feel really good. We moved uh, six hours away. And it's totally different here. As I look out the window, it's a whole other world. It's in Southern California compared to Northern California. We were in San Jose, kind of like Silicon Valley type stuff. It's pretty much just a suburban tech area. It's not, it's not that great. It's not that special. I don't, I don't know why Silicon Valley developed there. It's very interesting. San Francisco is cool. Santa Cruz is cool. It's like this Bay Area triangle. Um, up here at the top of the triangle is, is for everyone listening, sorry. But you, you, I'm holding up my hands in a, in a, football triangle type shape not a football i don't know why i said that um at the top of the triangle is san francisco on the bottom uh corner left corner uh of the triangle of the bay area is santa cruz that's like a beach surfer town and then across on the bottom right side of the triangle of the bay area is san jose and it, it creates this this bay area triangle Coming up from the other side is um, the well-known city of Oakland on this side. And that meets, uh, Oakland meets, and then across the bay is, is the famous city of San Francisco again. So that completes the, the Bay Area loop. Uh, and this is a huge, it's a huge area. This is like a, um, like a four-hour loop, probably, if you were to go around it for maybe four hours. Um, and it's, it's one of the most famous areas in the country, this loop here, there's a lot of history involved and everything, but it's different. It's another world. It's not really, um, it's not really who Helena and I jive with and connect with or identify as. So, so Helena had the grand idea to move to um, Southern California, a small town called San Clemente on the edge of the LA region, another famous city in the country and in the world. So we're about 45 minutes to an hour away from Los Angeles, down south towards San Diego. I think we're closer to San Diego than we are to LA. Uh, I'm not really sure though. I think, or maybe it's almost equal distance. I'd have to check. But uh, a lot of people have never heard of this place. They're not familiar with it, even if they're California people, which is interesting. We're right next to a long stretch of military property. So there's just kind of mountainous desert region between us and San Diego. And San Diego is also a pretty great place. But San Clemente is like a hidden gem almost. Um, so it's beautiful uh, weather. We are uh, up on a hill. We're up on like a mountain side. Back of our town is a, is a mountain. The front of our town is an ocean. So we're squeezed or nestled in between a mountain and an ocean. And we are closer up towards the mountainside and we as i look out i can see 
the valley below and the ocean and the town below us is really cool long stretch of 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 road um with shops and restaurants and all that stuff and then instead of it just going across it goes down to the pier and you can go to the ocean and walk along the ocean and hang out down there and uh, the, the neighboring towns are also pretty cool, but, but this is probably the best one out of all of them because it's so, it's kind of, it's so mountainous. Uh, what, there's a word for that. Uh, hilly. It's very hilly and, and, and rugged almost. And houses are carved into the mountain. If you keep oh. going towards LA, yeah, if you keep going towards LA, uh, the towns there, they're cool, but they're, they're, it's, it's much more suburban, uh, I guess, is a way to describe that. Uh, much tighter. Uh, but here, it's, it's very, it's tight, a little up, down by in the town, but it's, it's, I don't know. The vibe is very surfer, uh, very chill relax so it's it's totally our our rhythm out here and that meant moving into an empty home normally we go into furnished places so for the first time in our life we had to be adults and buy a washer and a dryer a dining room table and chairs couch a living room couch an entertainment system rugs towels hangers cups plates like silverware uh, a clock like everything in a home we had to we had to get except for the baby stuff the baby had uh, already had a bed dressers clothes hangers all that stuff interesting yeah the baby was like well the a baby is like uh baby comes first right so everything every need that it ne- has needs to be met everything that it, it needs so, you know, we are, Helena and I have always been kind of minimalist. We still are minimalist pretty much. Uh, so, but the baby isn't a, minimali- a minimalist. <laughs> the, baby, the baby needs everything that it needs. So, uh, so it's exciting. It's a lot of work. I took 10 days off of work. Um, I also wanted to take uh, 10 days off just from everything and uh, tried to tried to kind of disconnect from everything and focus on this 100 percent. and we we did pretty good uh, we pretty much met the deadline the now that i'm back at work and and you and i paused in recording you you mm-hmm. continued production behind the scenes but uh, you kept uploading and I haven't even kept up with, with everything. So I need to go back and remind followers and readers and listeners that we posted and get that stuff out. So, yeah, crazy. What, what about you, Rokas during this break? You also had a, like, you were also doing your own thing. I have, I have a few more questions before we move on to me. So oh, you, have, my God. you kept like glancing out the window. So I'm wondering what, uh, what is the view you see? So outside of us, 
is that that so i i posted a picture of it actually and i think you've seen the picture oh, okay i've seen quite a few pictures so i'm not sure which one is specific oh so it's the yeah. sunset one what's so the oh okay uh, yeah so Karen. we're 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 in a um we're in a, a neighborhood sort of like of one two three four five six seven eight nine so we're we're there's a this we're in a nine house cove a townhouse cove so there's a parking lot in front of me and there's this circular uh like house design half circle and behind me is the road down the hill and in front of me is the parking lot and the other houses but the the houses on on each side of them is the valley so that we're on the edge we're one of the coves on the edge we're very lucky on this valley hillside mountain thing everyone on the right of us is kind of in a neighborhood we're we're kind of stuck on the edge which is really great now there's a few people who are a little more lucky than we are <laughs> they are on the 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 bottom end of the edge we're on the the side However, we can still see the valley and the sun going down below the ocean and everything like that um, out in front of us. But to the right, we can still see their house, you know, like three, four houses. Mm -hmm. um, so I kind of have to like turn my head a little bit to the side <laughs> of the entire valley. So it's beautiful. Um, yeah. And they have birds chirping and, and palm trees. I, can hit that, I, love, I love palm trees and there's so many different varieties of palm trees. So if listeners will know, uh, so I spent the 12 years in Hawaii and basically this is the closest I've come to being in Hawaii since oh, wow. leaving the monastery. This is very Hawaiian. Uh, to me down in town and the, the way that people are, I mean, we're wearing, you're wearing sandals every day. You don't need to wear shoes. Um, you just wear shorts and a t-shirt. And I checked the weather. So good luck tomorrow. It will be 33 degrees Celsius, which in Fahrenheit, I think was around 91, maybe a bit more. Oh, in here. Yeah. Tomorrow. So good luck to you. Are you so? Where are you? Where oh. are you uh, looking at? This was on iPhone for weather because I checked weather I mean, where I am and it was twenty-seven degrees. And then I thought I'll check weather where you are as well, since I'm about to call you. And I saw tomorrow it would be thirty-three degrees Celsius. So we're getting, according to mine, we're getting eighty degrees all all week. Interesting. And then and then seventy. Okay. Interesting. Interesting. So what what town are you looking up? San Clemente, yours. San Clemente. Cal Sorry, I'm not Orange, sure what to say. Orange yeah, yeah California. Oh, I can send you a screenshot. Yeah. Uh. Well. Oh, wait a minute. It says National Weather Service excessive heat watch for Orange County, inland. So, there may be a difference. Is thirty three. So that's in the 90s in Fahrenheit. I think oh. when I checked, I think it was 91. I'm not sure though. Mm -hmm. 
Whoa, we're gonna have to go. <laughs> to- so maybe different if so we are. We're I don't know if we're considered too inland. So we are. If you're right next to the ocean, it's typically cooler. Yeah, it will average twenty six to twenty eight degrees Celsius throughout the other days. It just says tomorrow will be thirty three degrees. Yeah, tomorrow on my map is the hottest day, but yeah, it only hits eighty two. Mm. Who knows? Okay, I guess we just have to see tomorrow. <laughs> I'll let you know. I'll okay. You. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So what else? What what was your other questions? Um, I think that was it. Weather view for your window. Um, what was wondering? Do you see the sea as well through one of your windows? Yeah. To, right. Yeah. Yeah. So the ocean is like. Uh, so we were just. So we watched the sunset the other day. So we just go out our front door, and then if we just walk across the parking lot, there's like a lawn area, and then a, a big gate uh a big fence so that no one falls off the cliff Mm -hmm. and this chill there's like a chill zone where you can watch the sunset so those are pictures from that area yeah yeah so the water is right there and then when you when you leave the the neighborhood and you start to go down the hill the ocean like opens up and from another side and you can you're going down the hill into town and the ocean is right there on your left side yeah and how has Maya been? How has She's she been, been great. Our daughter is, I think, okay, so today's the 14th. So it, she was born January 14th. So, uh, so she's five months old today. Oh, okay, okay. Very nice. Old. Cool. I didn't realize that. I didn't. <laughs> uh, so we've been saying four months, yeah, for the month, and, and now it's five. She's great. Uh, it's amazing the amount of consciousness change, the the observation and attention change. She, uh, from f- when she hit four months, all of a sudden, it really looked like there was a person in there and not just this little little baby. And now you can look at her and you can kind of see the adult. You can see. <laughs> who she's going to become and it's really cool uh she is much more um yeah much more aware and and she can pick up things she can look at them uh she can observe things she can see other people and look at cars go by and look at she's aware of animals now and the cat stella she's aware of and um it looks like she can even interact with Stella if, if the cat wanted to. Uh, and she can, you know, sound out different things. She's trying to say hi and, and, and she can, uh, she'll walk if we hold her. She'll just start to walk forward and she's, she's really strong. She's got muscles in her shoulder. It's really cool. And she's sleeping well eating well she's on a routine pretty much sometimes she you know she like this past week for some reason she was waking up at at one or three o'clock and wanting food and then she'd go back back to sleep for till eight um so lately it 
now it's she's it seems like she's asleep at seven or eight and up at six a.m. So pretty good chunk of time, and then back in bed at like eight to to uh, ten, up for a little bit, back down again, and then up for a little bit, and uh, so we we signed her up to um, daycare as well. We so we are lifetime uh, gym members. It's just. So down the hill from us is a massive lifetime community, like a gym. You know, have you ever heard of lifetime fitness? Yeah, I think so. It's like, a, it's basically <clears throat> like a resort with a, a, there's a gym, there's pools and tennis courts and all that stuff. So, and there's like a cafe and a bar. It's pretty cool. So we signed up there and they'll, they'll watch your children your children and infants for for two hours the babies they'll watch for two hours i think the the toddlers and up they'll watch for more so that's nice that's like because mm-hmm. we don't have family here so we don't have yeah, anyone yeah. to watch her or anything if we want time so this is a huge huge bonus So that's been great. So on a fitness level, like, uh, so moving here meant I had to leave my jujitsu academy. Oh yeah. Yeah. That was was a bummer. And, and I'd only, I've only, I mean, I've been there for like seven, eight months, I think, but, uh, man, it was really, it was tough. It was a great send off my uh, professor Vitor. He had, so, in a in a in a class where we're training for points so competition type training we do what's like a you we have a top bottom type competition where there's someone on the floor higher belts go to the floor first and then there's a line of everyone else on the back wall and so you go and you face the uh one person on the floor so there's like six people on the floor so the first six people in line go and and they have a role or a a fighting match and whoever gets the first point uh from a sweep basically a dominating position uh and the judge would give you a point or two points or three points uh then that the match is over and you go back the loser goes back to the wall so the winner stays on the floor and keeps going so it's exhausting if you keep winning, right? So the best of the best in the class, they win the whole time. They're on the floor fighting the whole time for like 30 minutes straight. So the so my professor had, he was like, all right, since it's Raj's last class, he had me sit on the, <laughs> the entire time, whether I won or lost, and had everyone come and fight me without a break uh, for like 20 minutes. And it was exhausting. I was just getting whooped uh but it was great i actually got uh i think i got one point from one person so i think in halfway through like i actually won one of them um so i got super lucky and basically the older belts were just like railing into me on purpose like they would sacrifice their position on the floor to come into line and go against me and just hurt me (laughs) and then i went through what's called the gone so after class, it, normally if it's your birthday in a jujitsu mm-hmm. environment, you go past the gauntlet, which people line up and you walk through in the middle of them on these two lines and they're facing you. 
and they lash you with their belt as you oh. walk back and forth and you're just bruised by the end of it it's terrible and these guys are like really good at it and they're <laughs> they're just nasty so i had that and then i had the gauntlet i had to walk through there and walk out and uh yeah it was it was a, it was a nice send off um so i i moved here uh and then we took I took the, I took about a week and didn't worry about it. But then after about a week, I, uh, so we got here Memorial day weekend and then later. So I, I actually took the time to kind of call all other academies and gyms and find out, you know, what their class schedule was out here. It's hard to get a morning class and a morning class is one of the only things that's going to work for me because of, because of work. So, um, there was a small academy uh, that I got into uh, not far from here. It's just a quick drive. I could, I could have went to one down the street from us. We're really close to one, uh, like in walking distance again. But they only have they only start classes at eleven a.m. Mm -hmm. So just it'll <laughs> consistently. I could see it never working. Yeah. And, uh, so this one was, I had a 6am classes Tuesday and Thursday, and then, uh, some 10am slots and some evening slots. So I think I'll have a nice schedule of 6am classes and then, uh, evening classes, and then maybe the occasional 10am, I don't know, but the morning and the evening really work well. Okay. And it's a good, a good lineage. It's called Groundworks. Uh, it's, it's owned by Checkmat which is a, a competition team of jujitsu players. So good reputation. And so far I love the, the vibe of uh, very Zen, um, you know, very intuitive. Uh, you, a lot of question and answer. You're allowed to kind of, it's a small environment, small Academy. Whereas this last one I was at was big. There was like 20 to 30 people in class. So this one, there may be only like six, six to eight people in class. So, much more personal so a lot easier to get attention from the teacher and, and ask for specific instruction it's really great so been been there for a while enjoying that i think i've been at three classes now um two classes yeah and so jujitsu is taken care of we're in regards to fitness like jujitsu is fitness but it's not like the kind of fitness you may think uh, it's, it's a, what I call skill work. So it's a, it's a sport. So like baseball and football and hockey, those are, those are skills. Um, but athletically there's conditioning to be good at those that you have to do outside of the sport itself. Um, so in an ideal fitness schedule, you have skill work part of the time and conditioning work part of the time not just one or the other. So now that we're at lifetime, I'm back to lifting um, and doing gymnastics and calisthenics uh, every evening from four to uh, four to six. Mm -hmm. So jujitsu, ideally three times a week and then conditioning uh, Monday through Friday, which is, which is, I'm excited about that. Um, and Helena is excited about that. And, and the bait, we get a break from Maya and, and Maya goes and does her thing with, with the, the lady <laughs> the nursery. So it's really awesome. So happy to be doing that again. Very cool. 
Well, you know that you know the stock talk is is on fire right now. TRCH, very nice. TRCH, baby. <laughs> and you got in quite a bit earlier. When did you get in? Or do you prefer not to say? Oh, no. Uh, I have like a, a 260 average, so not the best. The lowest you could have gotten in um, was like 66 cents. So those people, God bless them. They are amazing. And I, and I hope to meet one of them one day. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I got in, uh, man, I don't know how many, how long ago, I guess my first purchase, February, holding since February, plan to hold for, do you say 260 average? Yeah. How? Th- but then I go in at two, so how does that work? Since you were earlier than me, or did I catch a drop? You, you caught it, you got a better price from a, a drop. It's oh. so it. It hit high and then uh, dropped off low, and I averaged down. I, I averaged down. I was higher. Okay, 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 okay. Um, so, yeah, a lot of people sold from that. They lost money, and I was down like 4000 at mm-hmm. one point. I think I mentioned it. So now I'm up uh, 2200 So. Fair yeah, I plan. So I, I have 2,600 shares uh, and I plan on uh, being a being a meta materials holder for, mm-hmm. uh, you know, partial holder, definitely for as long as I can. I think in five years, we'll, we'll see a, a triple digits. I don't see why not. Um, I mean, one of the one of the highest earning uh, materials company right now is 5,000 a share. So, but price doesn't matter. It's more market cap. So what's the market cap of it? Mm, good question. And, and those are, those are part of the things that I wanted to kind of start learning about materials comparisons um, because there's a lot of talk about what they're capable of. And it's like, well, you know, what are the realistics of other materials companies and what's going on with them and why are they there for their share cost and um, market cap as a whole, like in the materials sector is still growing. So there's a lot of expected numbers in, mm-hmm. in the next five years for, tr- a, you know, a few trillion market mm-hmm. cap. So there's a lot of room and i think this one of the exciting things is that there's a lot of unknowns right like meta materials doesn't yet make a lot of money they have great products but they don't yet sell that many um they're expanding their warehouse and and production capacity but are those orders being fulfilled you know maybe something big is coming right that's maybe that's why they would expand that's the hope but um, so their meta materials is really just getting noticed by investors. It's, it's only been around, uh, gosh, basically in 2019, they were like making social media posts for the first time about who they were and stuff like that. So um, this is like the ground floor 
and their merger closes at the end of this week. So the merger was approved. It closes. Oh, it was approved. It was approved. Yeah. Okay. okay. It closes at the end of this week. And then the, I believe the, I don't know if the ticker changes or not from uh, the two merge. If I guess if it closes, then the NASDAQ closes it also. Um, there is going to be a dilution of shares. The price, I don't think the price can stay high. I think we're going to see a squeeze because the, it's such a heavily shorted company. The price will go up from here, but I don't think it's sustainable once the two once the two become one because so many shares are being added um and they're they're not taking the meta materials price so we're at 347 now they're expected to close out the the week i think around five to seven um but then people are saying because of naked shorts um you could see double digits and uh, the special dividend from TRCH is still unknown. No one knows what that so is. Is that being paid out in the next week? Or how does that work? No one, no one knows when oh, okay, that's okay. coming. Um, so that's part of the unknown for TRCH holders. So that is going to be a preferred uh, stock. Your shareholders of TRCH are not going nice. Ethereum is coming back up. Um, <laughs> uh, I mean, Bitcoin, Dogecoin, and Ethereum are now in like what 98% correlation. I mean, that is exciting. So, whatever's going on in the market, like none of it really makes sense because why does Dogecoin have, why is it mimicking Ethereum? I don't know. Um, Honestly, I'm st- I, I don't understand the logic of the stock market anymore. I, when I see correlation among sectors and stuff, it's like, who is doing that? Like, just because someone buys a bunch of Ethereum, does that mean someone else buys a bunch of Dogecoin and they both go up together? Or So there are trading bots used by people who have more money. Um, and they can influence the market. So sometimes when you see correlation like that, it could be trading bots. Yeah, I wouldn't doubt it. I, I, I don't, I, logic in, and, and rationale in, in the market is now, I think, getting less. I think now we're going to just start seeing um, like cultural trends. I, I don't know if we'll see, you know, you could look at a stock and say this stock, has good metrics, you know, good, good fundamentals. I don't know if that matters as much anymore, as much as community. I mean, look at AMC, right? The current AMC squeeze, it's, it's $57 a share. AMC has never been, I don't think in its life, $57 a share. Yeah. At, least, at least in the five-year chart, um, the Max peak. was around 35, I see. Yeah, yeah, 35. So, I, you know, I'm not against the community, but if, if, if you would ask me, if is AMC worth that much? I mean, I guess it's worth as much as anyone's willing to pay for it. But the consequence of that is very strange. And you have 
valuable companies that are changing the world that aren't as much. So, but that just needs time. Uh, usually, if they are actually changing the world, then it just takes time for them to get noticed. Let's say Tesla was doing a lot uh, quite early on, but it wasn't noticed until past two years, maybe even one year, when it went yeah. up to 900. Yeah, and now it's back right. down again, and people still don't realize how much more is coming in the future. So as that is rolled out, they'll start to see it again, and it'll go back up. Yeah, the I people. I, I I'm I can't believe the haters sometimes when they're like, you know, it's even people that hate on Kathy Woods and what she's doing with Ark. It's like amazing. It goes down for like three months out of the year, and people like are like doomsday scenarios. It's amazing how mm-hmm. short sighted people are. And now, you know, her her at least the genomic world is picking back up again i mean i don't know it's amazing uh you can see you can clearly see if you follow um uh group thought and sentiment you can see why most people aren't investors or aren't successful um they could make a lot of money short term but then those are all again because of that herd mentality. Yeah, yeah. And I've, I see that a lot. When I think about going back to swing trading, I think about going back to day trading, uh, I just see like another thread of people that are like, I was up here and then now I'm down here. And I watch other p- popular traders. And uh, really, there's only like a handful that are consistently up every day and make it have made it a career. But the majority of people um, aren't. And, and it is amazing. Some of these guys, uh, they're, I mean, they're killing it, but they can, they understand chart dynamics so well and fundamentals that it really is. You really do need to see some of that well before you get into that. Mm-hmm. And I don't think I could. I, I, I don't think. I think I'm a better swing trader than a day trader. I don't, I don't yet know if I can look at a chart and say, okay, this is going to hit this today. You have the emotional detachment, which is important for a trader because of the training you've done as a monk. That actually, I think does help a lot. It's just the time you need to put into actually learning how to day trade that you yeah. might not be able to do because yeah, it's quite a big time investment. And then, as you were saying, I can't remember the phrase, but basically the stock market tuition fee, maybe that's what it is, where you have to play with real money until, yeah, and learn from your mistakes. So, yeah, it just takes time, basically. Agreed. Yeah, I mean, I've been been following the TRCH community and, and trying to help some people out with the preferred share and everything and things like that. And it's a, it's a complicated merger and um, you just see a lot of people who are like, they just sell at a loss and buy again and sell at a loss. It's just incredible. <laughs> and it's like, you could have done nothing. <laughs> you could have yeah. just turned it's it off and, and uh, you'd be up right now. So yeah, my buddy, uh, uh, one of my buddies, uh, 
God bless him, lost lost a lot of money on AMC and sold when it was like at 18 to, to break even. And if he had just waited, he'd be up like 150K right now. Mm-hmm. And it's like, oh my God. But again, that was a logical move because yeah. I didn't see AMC going past 20. Um, God bless that community. Uh, all right. Well, yeah. So that's pretty much, uh, only thing. I mean, cause everything else in my portfolio is, is arc, uh, ETFs that I'm just slowly nurturing over time. And I mean, arc, I'm, I'm pumped about arc X and this, this her space ETF. I think that's just gonna, cause it's not just space. It's, it's, um, I think it's also high speed. She's she's blending high speed internet. Uh, she's blending materials. Is that Starlink? Does that involve Starlink? Well, right. That's the big question. Will Starlink, you know, will SpaceX and Starlink kind of, you know, is that open to an ETF fund? I don't I don't know. Uh, or the boring company, you know, will that fall under? something that becomes public. I mean, privately, you can invest in the boring company. Um, I, th- you know, you can invest in SpaceX privately, but, but not publicly. Um, so I don't know if Kathy Woods or if, if, if f- fund managers have access to different things like that. I, I, and then make, you know, for their ETF, I don't know, but, She's making her arc X very broad. It's not just space. So she obviously is understanding there's a, there's a, a mid-level playing field before space. There's the mid-range drone area that is going to be huge. And she's obviously uh, paying attention to that through Alphabet, which has wing um, which has the only software for, for automa- autonomous uh, drone um, pathways. So, and, the, and right now, the only company to be uh, approved in uh, Australia, I think, to drop packages off via drones and things like that. So, and that's all Google, you know, so. I can read the, I'm on the page now, the, little yeah. text of what they do so yeah. uh why invest in arc x uh you get exposure to space exploration including orbital and suborbital aerospace enabling technologies and beneficiaries of aerospace activities such as agriculture internet access global positioning system gps uh, construction and imaging so yeah nice nice that is arc x and it's 20 bucks a share. All of her funds uh, go to $100 a share. So I'm, I'm guessing you can just kind of infer that that's going to that's gonna quadruple. But are there the same amount of shares released with each of her ETFs? Mm. That's a whole other level that I need education in. Because that's what will also influence price. If let's say each ETF like releases 20 million shares, it's a random number I picked, but yeah, let's say each one has 20 million shares, then that's fine. Uh, you can 
um, make comparisons between the prices of each. But let's say Arc X only releases 100,000 shares and Arc K has 20 million shares, then the less supply of Arc X would mean the price would be a lot higher for the amount invested. If that makes sense. Okay. Yeah, I wonder yeah. what that is. I wonder if that's a, a public information. It should be. Um, it should be somewhere. Usually, it's always public information how many stocks are released. Since that's what determines market cap is to do with the supply. So okay. how much stock is released and the price of the stock, I believe. Using those two, you make the market cap. So yeah. Let's see. Uh, how is market cap calculated? Total value of all the company's shares of stock is calculated. Okay. It is calculated by multiplying the price of a stock by its total number of outstanding shares. So, yeah. And then you need to make comparisons between companies 30, using that 30, market cap. Yep. Okay. So, 30 million shares outstanding for ARCX. Okay. Also, my 20 million random number was almost, almost. <laughs> <laughs> and that's why. You are my my <laughs> guru. <laughs> Seventy six million for Arc K. Okay, so yeah, so it's not quite right to be differentiating them by price, comparing them. That is, can't really compare wow. them in terms of price because of the different uh, well, amount of shares. So that's yeah. exciting. That's exciting then, right? Exciting. Because Why? because I see you know, ARCX being, you know, very powerful in the future. Uh, but they could always change that. They could, they could always issue a new number of shares, right? I believe so. I'm not too sure about that, but I believe so. Yeah, I guess they'd have to make an SEC um, filing for that. I'm not sure. Maybe, so, maybe it would be a type of offering. I'm interested, would you share the percentage um, like distribution of your portfolio? So like each sector, like percentage distributed, if you know what that, if that's making sense, like uh, roughly. Here, what mine is? Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay, so ARC X right now is just seven and a half percent. I plan on making that 10. So I plan on using the TRCH, um, some of the TRCH uh, special dividend just right into ARCX. So I imagine I'll be getting at least $1,000 from that. I think I'm just going to pile that right into ARCX. Okay. Uh, because I don't see this thing being $20 for long. I think by the end of the year, maybe 25 Long term, yeah, it should for sure be good. I just don't know how long because I haven't looked into it. Yeah, I think it'll take a while. I think this is nothing because it's it's what it's like a it's like a three month old ETF. Probably, yeah. Uh, genomics arc arc uh, G is just five percent, so. That's also long term, so that's still decent. 
TRCH is 57%. <laughs> okay, okay. We bet the we farm could... on that one. Yep. We see where your beliefs lie. What's the, I don't know. I can't remember the best phrase for that. Convictions lie. Maybe that would be the right word. Yeah, I, I'm convinced. Mm-hmm. And if I'm wrong, hey, at least I was optimistic. Um, I listened to you and so far I'm up 70%. So I'm happy. <laughs> yeah, you're, you got in on that. That's awesome. Um, e, uh, ETH, Ethereum, 20%. 20 interesting interesting yeah dogecoin 10% how much did that go down because you were quite heavily invested in dogecoin before right that went down a lot, <laughs> a lot. <laughs> yeah. like roughly at the peak of your uh, dogecoin conviction what percentage of your portfolio that was oh man <laughs> i mean like Gosh, at that time, I think Dogecoin was one of my first long-term things that I actually didn't touch. It must have been 100% because I didn't, well, I don't know, maybe 90. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, I mean, my biggest return is a tie. Well, no, it's clearly Dogecoin. Um, But if trch goes well that's gonna that's gonna blow it away um i mean people are thinking so no one knows what the special dividend is going to be some people are saying like 20 dollars. that's ridiculous oh sure i would yeah huh i mean that's that's crazy (laughs) that i would make 50 grand from the dividend (laughs) well 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 but I don't know. I haven't read much about it, but from what I have read, it's to do with how much TRCH is selling off, like the assets and things. Yeah. yeah and then it will yeah. be based off of that. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So they have uh, 134,000 acres of oil land. They have like 6 million or billion gallons of oil. I don't know. <laughs> well, there's a lot of, excuse me, there's a lot of calculations. Um, Price per price per acre is the most important calculation you could make for for the special dividend, uh, because that's going to change that's going to change it widely uh, as to what shareholders get. Now I'm going with I'm guessing around seventy eight cents a share um, that people are going to get. Some people are saying a dollar minimum a uh, dollar would be great um mm-hmm. but i i think people are forgetting that part of the vote for the merger was that those profits we all agreed that those profits part of it would go towards executive salaries it was right there in the it was like one of the last things to so vote how come so was agreed on what the benefits what? of that what are the benefits of that? Why was that agreed on? Um, well, it's a perk. It's a it's a torchlight perk. I mean, uh, it was it, it. Well, I don't know. I don't. I don't know the results of that vote, 
but I'm pretty sure people were just voting yes across the board. <laughs> and I'm not sure if people saw that, but it, <laughs> it said, do you agree that profits from the sale of assets go to uh, the, the benefit uh, towards my executives? And I was like, of course, let's get, give them, why do the shareholders get, you know, what, why, why would why would just the shareholders get three billion dollars or whatever uh, spread across a um, hundred million shares or something? Uh, of course, the the people that have been in Torchlight since the beginning, the founders, the the all those people, you know, of course they're going to take some uh, and get some as an exit package. So I think. I think a lot of people are forgetting that part. So, and so no, not all of that's going to go to the shareholders. Um, I mean, but you have shareholders who are like, you know, half a million shares probably. So, or, or more. And if it's 76 cents a share, they're going to do pretty good. Uh, let's see. Well, 50 cents. And voting rights depend on how many shares you have as well, like the impact you have with your vote, right? right? That's correct. Yeah. Um, I think that the the majority, they needed shareholders with uh, 25% of the company. Oh, no, I don't know. Um, I saw, I saw what that was. I forgot what it, what it is, but, uh, yeah, of course. The if you have ten, you know, if you have my twenty five hundred shares, doesn't even matter. That's like <laughs> nothing. Um, one of the guys I follow on Twitter has uh, two hundred thousand shares, and he's just like a normal dude. So, you got people with millions of shares out there because it was sixty six cents at one point. So. Mm-hmm. I, I talked to a guy on Reddit who had 65,000 shares at 66 cents. I mean, that guy's that guy's obviously going to retire. Um, I don't know. It's just cool. Uh, but I, I see great things for Meta Materials in the future because they stand out as a as a state of the art materials company, not just because they're another materials company, but because they're using a sustainable, clean source of, of uh, uh, energy as, as light is. And I don't know, who knows if thermal, geothermal, who knows if geothermal makes it, you know, as, a, as an energy source, but, but their work in that area is very interesting, I think. So it's a lot of potential. And, and I haven't seen, you know, here, and here's another thing I've been thinking about a lot, late, a lot lately. I don't have any other interest right now in the stock market. I don't see anything else that is really catching my attention. Uh, I, I don't know how to even look for that. So right now, RQTFs are kind of the most interesting thing for me next to TRCH and Metamaterials. Um, so I don't, I don't know if I'm 
you know, where I put my interest next. I don't know if, if I, if I will actually diversify anymore. I'm kind of happy. So I have an answer to that. Uh, let's see what your reaction to that would be. Cause I have, I've had those thoughts as well. So when I first got into crypto, wasn't interested in anything else, but then there comes a point where crypto like goes up to a certain amount. And from there, you start looking at other opportunities because it's no longer that small market cap thing. It's actually has like quite significant, it's raised, um, it's risen. There we go. It's risen quite significantly. And from here, there's less um, return if it continues going up. So you're still looking for other opportunities. And then at that point, you might find something better. But currently, what you're invested in, it's all still fairly, there's like a lot of opportunity in it. So once it rises, assuming it does, then there will come a point where you'll see maybe from this point on, at most it can maybe double or triple. And then you'll start looking at other things and see, oh, wow, maybe this can 10x. And you'll look into it more and it'll become more exciting and maybe you'll diversify into that. But yeah, currently... I think that's why currently that is your thought process because it's still all mainly potential sure. that hasn't yeah. been realized yet. So, yeah. Oh yeah, I agree hundred percent. And I'm open. Um, definitely. I'm yeah. I don't know. Like uh, I'm kind of interested in, in um, maybe getting into like mergers and looking for up and coming uh IPOs or something and, and trying to stay in that realm instead of something that's been around. Can you, can you imagine like Apple right now? Like, can you imagine being an Apple investor or thinking about getting into Apple? Like, would that even be worth it at there, this point? Yeah. It's just, I mean, maybe like as a store of value. Yeah. Eventually. I, Cause it yeah. just maybe like slowly increases over time. So yeah, if you have a lot of money and, yeah, you just want to preserve. There we go. Preserving wealth. Maybe that would be a better way of putting it. Yeah. If you just want yeah. to preserve your wealth, then invest in like the highest cap companies. If you're but, still but Google is interesting. I would love to have a lot of Google. I think Google's going to keep going um, with all the other stuff that they do. Um, Amazon, that could be a, that could, be very high eventually like even higher because look like when i start thinking like there's a top to a stock i remind myself that berkshire hathaway exists <laughs> and berkshire hathaway is currently the most expensive stock in in history over three hundred thousand dollars a but share in price in terms of market cap was it berkshire Okay, so this is definitely something cap. that I'm, I need to learn about because I never think about market cap. Market cap is six hundred and forty-seven billion. I think that's around similar to Tesla. Tesla market cap. Uh, Tesla market cap six hundred billion. Berkshire half, halfway six hundred and fifty billion. So there's only a difference of fifty billion. And if you look at the price, Tesla stock currently six hundred and fifteen USD, and Berkshire halfway. Four hundred and twenty-five thousand. So, wow, they went yeah. up a hundred thousand since I last looked at it. So that is why you don't look at the price of a stock when comparing things. It's just high in price, but not necessarily in market cap. 
like 650 billion is still a significant market cap. If you look at Apple, Google, they're all in the trillions. So they're more valuable significantly than Berkshire halfway, halfway even though prices are lower. Yes, yes. Interesting. Interesting. And then you have things like stock splits. Uh, the last Tesla stock split was a five to one. So your one Tesla stock share became five Tesla stock shares. And as a result, as a result the price of the one stock share from before is divided by five into right. those five other stocks. So let's say Tesla pre-split would have been at 2000 uh, per stock. And after split, one Tesla share is divided by five. So 400. Yeah. So it drops to 400 per share, um, which is pretty much what happened. It was around those prices, I think. So yeah. you, that's why, yeah, you don't look at the price of a stock when comparing it to other stocks. Use yeah. It'd be interesting to, to hear about another split coming up for Tesla, Amazon, Google. I don't know how they decide. I know, I know Tesla, what did Elon say that it, he wanted to make it a little bit more, it was a little overvalued at the time. Mm, it's not to do a value. It's just to do a price overpriced. There's a difference between overpriced and overvalued. Ah, okay. Yeah. Okay. So overpriced uh, means one of the implications of that is options investors can't, it's, you need more money to get into it when options trading, I believe. So after a stock split, it's easier for people who are doing options to get into the like trading options of that stock. So I know that's like one advantage of a stock split. It's not really, I don't think it's something a company considers as, as an advantage, but it's good for the um, consumers. I'm not sure how to phrase it, if this is making sense. So yeah. Yeah, it makes sense. Before right, it used to be, sorry, what were we saying? Before what used to be? Uh, before it used to be that you couldn't buy fractions of a share as well. That's why stocks were right. so good to make them more right. accessible in that way. But now because of all these apps, you can actually buy fractions of shares. So that isn't really a, 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 a factor anymore. Not a concern. Yeah. Yeah, no, I forgot. Yeah, the fractions. Uh, man, people hate on Robinhood so much. <laughs> I, I am Robinhood through and through. I I don't think people are looking at it clearly. People think that Robinhood is the only app that has throttled trading. It's like the SEC has a rule, a volatility uh what's the word when a, when a stock is is paused trading is paused what freeze or is it something else yeah it's a type of freeze it's from volatility 10 percent uh volatility it's just a rule and so every every app will will um stall or halt halt that's the word oh. halt every app every broker will halt you know, according to SEC uh, policy, it's probably just an automatic bot doing it um, that no one has control over because it's it's government regulation. Uh, and recently, Webull, a popular trading app, 
was one of the only ones to do a to do another halt or a cancellation of something of some sort and no one else no one said anything about it and i was like uh <laughs> is anyone else going to get upset that webull just like manipulated something in the market or is it now just robin hood doing that no it's stupid now i did hear that robin hood was making it difficult to exit out of option positions or call positions recently that would suck badly yeah for sure but um yeah i don't know i think they're just gonna get bigger i I love their ui and ux i i think it's fantastic do you do everything for robin hood then yeah 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 I think a lot of people do. I think I think most uh, most retail investors. I think that are. Um, I think Webull and Ameritrade and stuff like that. I don't know. I just don't like looking at them. I look at it and I'm like, this is weird. <laughs> I don't need to see all that. And 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 it's just because of the type of trader I am. I I'm I legitimately follow communities and and the power of, of, of um, word of mouth. I, I think that's just as powerful, if not more powerful than fundamentals um, right now, maybe. And I don't know. I mean, I'm probably wrong, but um, so far it seems to work I, out. Yeah. I don't think you're necessarily wrong. It's just a different way of, of trading or investing. Yeah. I think a lot of people um, looked at, looked at uh could look at um steve jobs and was like okay i'm not really i'm not really a computer person but i'm pretty sure this guy is going to be popular you know he speaks a good game he's got a good stage presence um and i don't know how early apple investors like made a lot of money you would have to have like millions of shares right like apple didn't even go that high ever I'm not sure. I mean, it should have, though, because it's in the trillions now, and at some point it would have been in millions. So whoever was that early on. So Apple is $130 a share. Again, this is where my market cap. Yeah, you need to look market cap. $2.17 trillion. Yeah. And they've had several stock splits as well. So price oh. would have been higher initially, but yeah. Oh, they do pretty frequent stock splits, I think. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Well, they jumped really high recently. Over Corona, uh, I think because of the cloud and some other things, yeah, a lot of tech companies went up. It was really good for them. <sighs> well, I really recommend that people invest in the stock market and crypto. Mm-hmm. I. I talk to people all the time about it and, and I get a lot of people who don't know what it is. And it's like, man, I didn't know what it was either. I wish I knew earlier. Um, uh, it's, you don't have to be, you don't have to be fearful of it. If, if the stock market goes away, then <laughs> you got a lot bigger. The economy, yeah. There's <laughs> you got economy a lot bigger problems to worry about. <laughs> Um, so the, the stock market is like an American ETF. Like it's watching mm-hmm. America's 
price movements and 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 confidence and and spending ability i mean it's it's the it's where um our market is or it's where our free market really exists um in america well and and, in other countries i mean i don't know about other countries i don't i don't know how other stock markets work i know other countries have them Mm -hmm. um uh I don't know how is America the best stock market in the world. See, best is very vague because <laughs> there's a lot of things that go into it. Do you have the most confidence in the American stock market than any other market in the world? Um, it's just for one, I think it's the most accessible. Um, oh, yeah. There's because let's say if I wanted to invest in the Chinese stock market, there's also different regulations in different countries. So maybe right. how America regulates this is better. I know Chinese regulations are very strict. And I, I think I remember hearing they're very strict on volatility as well. Um, there's just, yeah, instead of regulations, economies, um, accessibility, there's a lot of factors that go into it. Yeah. And it just ended up being that. I'm pretty sure the American stock market was the most popular one because I mean, for one, because American dollar is, is, isn't it like the, I don't know, what would you call it? The world's reserve currency? No, I don't know the phrase for it, but the American dollar has an impact on global economy. So yeah, that's, no, I think I think you're using the right lingo. I think that's correct. But yeah, several reasons, several factors all add up, and yeah, America is a good stock market. We like. <laughs> it turns out Helena um, buys crypto right before it skyrockets too. Ooh, uh, how did that happen? Yeah, I don't know. She she just doesn't like Dogecoin, and she decided <laughs> to buy um, another coin. What was it? Just I think it was um, Ethereum Classic or something. Huh. She went into it. Very right interesting. Yeah. She didn't know what she was doing, but she's like, I'm just going to get that one. Classic. <laughs> That's classic in the name. It must be good. <laughs> she was doing really well at one point. I think it went back down and she was like, ah, oh. uh, <laughs> she doesn't, she just holds. Um, yeah. Uh Oh, wait a minute. Let me see. Okay, so uh, tomorrow is supposed to be California's consistent with recent state and CDC guideline updates. Effective June 15th, masks will no longer be required. Boom. Since when? From when, I mean? Tomorrow. Oh, tomorrow. Okay, very cool. Yeah, California officially opens tomorrow. I'll be flying to California on the 22nd of June, so I'll need to do, since I don't have vaccine, I'll need to do a test before flying, and then... I 10 day quarantine, I think, after when I get there with two tests, I think on day two and day eight. So basically just a lot of tests. Lithuania. Well, I went to California. Yeah, yeah. And then I said I'm going to Lithuania on the because you said about mask mandate. So I thought I'd say how the regulations here are for traveling. Oh yeah. You're not coming to California. No, no, no. Although that would be pretty cool. It was a shame the Zen Mind Academy trip didn't work out. But I'll be yeah. looking forward to the next one when that's announced. Yeah, yeah. 
I, I, I think we have a better grasp on things now that we've moved and, and I know where I am uh, and I know where I live. Um, but yeah, actually doing it around here would be cool. This is a beautiful area. Very special. Um, yeah, we'll have to get that going when, and you know, some people had reservations because of the, the times right now. That's fine. I think, it, you know, uh, we'll get back into that and mm-hmm. travels picked up though. Travel, everything is picking back up pretty strong. Cruises are picking back up. So I've exited my position in cruise talks, but I think that's gone pretty decently. Oh, were uh, you, uh, were you banking yeah, on? I got in pretty early, like Carnival Corp at 16, I think, and Norwegian Cruise Line at 18, and now they're in the 30s. Yeah, they those sold are- around 23 $24, I think. Nicely done. Were you, were you in that for at least a year? Um, when Corona crashed, I was just thinking uh, what companies would be affected. Uh, I don't know. I was just, I spent a while thinking... Dang. Originally, there was airline stocks, which were interesting, but a lot of people were saying airline stocks, and I don't like it when a lot of people are very hyped about things and getting into things, because then there's crowd mentality involved in other things. So I thought about other travel things, and I thought cruise liners, because not many people were speaking about that, and it seemed quite interesting uh, in terms of return, because I was I kept looking at return. So before Corona, how much you dropped after Corona for different companies, and yeah, after I came about cruise liners, I was quite excited about that because there was a lot of upside from the drop. So Nicely done. Yeah, yeah. One of the guys that I'm learning from, uh, he he has been shouting from the rooftops about cruise lines and saying what that they're going to come back just as they were, if not better, yeah. and to go into it. Nicely done. Um, what, what I was wondering, like what number for Ethereum is good for you is that's going to be an exit position or at least something to, I don't know. I don't really think about it that way. Um, it's more to do with the state of the market. Like if it's an, an all time, like high and I need the money, then I, I'd withdraw some, but I don't really have any like prices for it. Because if I say, yeah, I don't know. I don't, I don't like thinking of it in that way. I like that. No, I like that. That's a good perspective. So, yeah. Um, I don't really need the money currently, so I'm not even interested in withdrawing. Mm -hmm. And plus it's down, so even worse to withdraw. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, it, Hope you know, it was at 4K. It's like, do you know, like, if you roughly know when you'd need the money for then you can start like looking and trying to time like when it's at ups, then you start like slowly signing off. It just, it depends on the situation. There's yeah, different approaches. It's got some high valuations. With you thought, as it was going up, people thought it was going to go to 10 and then 20K. And <laughs> that's always a thing. Yeah. Yeah. I remember when the first bull run for crypto, like the first big one in 2017, People were sure it would go to like one trillion market cap, but I think it ended up going to six hundred billion and then dropping. Uh, so yeah, and now you look at it for perspective, and it's at one point seven trillion, and this yeah. is considered a drop at one point seven trillion. 
Yeah, no, I see that a lot. Like people talk about spy crashing and I'm like, from what? It's all time high to like what it was a week ago. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's, that's not a crash. <laughs> that's just a yeah. fluctuation. <laughs> <laughs> that was a fun update. Uh, glad to be back. And people won't even realize that we were gone. <laughs> yeah <laughs> there weren't any hiccups so the magic of uh of recording so pre-recording yeah all right all right great see you later thrush nice talking to all you. right sir yeah we'll we'll, we'll talk soon mm-hmm. goodbye